Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you shift your vibe and radiate self-love so you'll naturally create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm so excited to be talking with Rory Ray. I'm sure all of you are familiar with Rory, right? She's a world-famous relationship expert and coach. Her newsletters and courses have helped millions of people literally all around the world. And I'm just so thrilled to have you on today, Rory. I'm looking forward to diving into this topic. So welcome and thank you so much for being here. Hi, Helena. I just love being here with you. You're amazing. We always have so much fun. And today we have a great topic for everyone. We're going to be talking about four ways to stop accidentally pushing a man away. Rory, I know so many of us say that we want to have a close, connected relationship, but there are some subconscious processes or mechanisms that cause us to constantly and I think unconsciously push away the very love we say we want. So we're going to get into all of that today. So let's dive in. What's the first thing you have to say on this topic? All right. And I've made these sort of unique and kind of outrageous so that we can really kind of dive off of them. The very first one here is to stop trying to hide that you're crazy for him. Stop trying to hide that you think about him 24-7, that you have to force yourself not to call him every two minutes, that you can't sleep at night because you're thinking of him, you're crying all the time, you're madly in love with him. Stop trying to be cool. Okay, this is so different than everything everyone else out there is teaching, so I'm really looking forward to diving into the nuances of this. Basically, it's like stop trying to pretend to be the cool girl, right? Stop playing games, stop pretending that you don't have feelings for him, I think is what I hear you say, right? Well, you hit the word pretend, and that is the key word, and the other word is hide. So let's differentiate here between what you're feeling and what you choose to share. Got it. Okay. What you're feeling, what you choose to share, and how you feel about your feeling, how you respond to your own system feelings. Because as we get a little down further, we'll see that the um, need to express is a whole different thing than the need to squash. So let's assume that being cool means if I'm crazy for him and I'm feeling myself leaning forward and I'm feeling myself thinking about him all the time. Yes, there are ways that we're going to soften this so we can get into how you can help yourself not feel that so strongly. However, it's trying to not feel those things that kills you with him. If, I, if you're standing with him, if I'm standing with this man I adore, and I don't want to scare him away, and I don't want all those things to happen, I don't want to push him away, I am likely to not lean back into my feelings, which is all feminine energy, but I'm likely to shut down. I'm likely to turn off all the raging hormones, uh, all the feelings, all the wanting to grab him and throw him to the ground and grab onto him. I'm likely to stop those thoughts. I'm likely to try and throw affirmations into my head. I'm Mm -hmm. likely to start saying, no, 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 no. I'm cool. I'm cool. And all of those things dampen your vibe and make you seem inauthentic and feel confusing to him. 
he can tell when somebody likes him. You can't hide it. And guess what? That is totally what should be happening. He should be feeling it. And in some way, you should be able to feel love and warmth and openness to every human being altogether. So you should be able to allow everyone you meet, women, children, everyone, to feel your love for them. So if you think of that as a global radiation of your ability to feel warmth and to let your body feel, to let your whole body soften, which is, by the way, what sexuality is, what physical attraction is. Absolutely. Something I learned from you years and years ago, Rory, is feel your feelings, of course, and then you get to choose the words you speak, right? And this sounds similar to that, like you get to choose what you share to him. So I'm curious as to what that looks like. You let yourself feel the fact that you're madly in love with this man, right? Or you're really attracted to him. But I'm assuming you don't have to vomit all of that out and tell him every single thing that's coming up in you, I would imagine, right? Right. Let's, let's, uh, I'm going to interact. I'm going to act that out. So I, if I've been crying over you and, and let's say he's there, the man's right in front of me, put, put, put your guy right in front of you, everybody, so that you can kind of sense the, the way you feel about him. Uh, maybe the last guy, the way you feel, how your insides kind of turn into mush and you kind of twist yourself and all that. Just feel it. So he's there. So I am feeling this pull towards him, remember? And I think we talked about pull and push last time, but we we can talk about that today. The correct way for you to feel is to feel all this love and to feel that as a pull, a magnet on him so that he feels drawn to this well of emotional feeling and, and sensuality and love and adoration for him, that that becomes a pull, a magnetic pull. If you are just feeling it, it radiates off of you. However, if you are leaning forward and feeling like I have to say something, likely you're not going to say, I'm crazy about you. I cried about you all night. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. You're not going to do that. Nobody has ever done that, really. You're likely more likely to say, why did you go out last night? Or why did we have the date? Or um, I didn't hear from you. And that really felt upsetting. Or blah, 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 blah. So can you see how it's not the feeling you have for him that's getting us in trouble? You can just see his face. That's not the trouble. The trouble, because naturally, he's going to see your body kind of respond to him. He's going to see you smile when he comes anywhere near. And it's going to be a big, honest, open, deep smile. If he picks up on that, that is what you want to show. You don't want to hide that. That's amazing. So you get to just radiate. Oh, when when you're near, I smile. And whoa, I'm not going to hide that. There's no point to that. However, I'm not going to lean forward and go, um, can we go out tonight? What should we do? Because that's all masculine energy to begin with, right? So we're all learning not to do that, right? That's trying to push the relationship further. And that usually doesn't come out in, you know, your eyes just make me feel all mushy. If you said that, he would love it. And that would not be pushy. And it would feel amazing to everybody. Wow. Sometimes when I touch you, I just feel like I'm on another planet. 
that is totally yes say that can you see where i'm going here so when you have sex with him i want you to go all out in how that feels and make noise and let him see how when he touches you it drives you mad that is different than the way we usually try to show a man that we care which is when can we get married <laughs> um, <laughs> Are we exclusive? Um, I, I want to hear you call me. I, all of those things. So they kind of align with masculine and feminine energy, but they align with magnetism and pulling and the pushing away of leaning forward and trying to demonstrate. So this is the difference. Demonstrate your feelings for him. And I'm going to talk about acting class. Does that make, is that okay? Actors, yeah. bad acting. I, I've been an actress my whole life and I was a director and I taught acting and I directed plays and uh, that really spilled over into my whole system because real acting is not pretending. Real acting is not, and here's the word, demonstrating. A bad actor demonstrates that they're angry. A good actor actually feels anger and lets it be seen. So as the artist of your own life, when you feel anger, there's no way on earth that can be hidden. It'll be shown on your face. Your mouth will show it. He will pick it up. And if you step backwards, and the last number that I'm going to talk about will help you with when you're feeling angry okay but let's say the feeling you feel don't try to hide it it doesn't mean you have to lean forward and say i'm really pissed at you those are real tough conversations that we'll talk about on number three okay so the first one is don't try to hide from yourself that you have feelings don't try to hide from the world that something makes you sad just stand there and cry and i'm kidding you not with something, this is, will help you sexually. I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. I'm just coming. It's just radiating out of me. This way you don't have to gauge yourself at any one time. You're just always an expressive person by the fact that you're not all armored and stopping everything and trying to be cool. That doesn't mean that you go around leaning forward in masculine energy telling him he needs to be your boyfriend. Hmm. You can say, you can say from a lean back position, wow, I feel like touching you. And you can also say, you know, sometimes I feel like just locking you in a room uh, with me for 20 years. You can say that. And then you have a, a discussion about what that means. But can did I make the difference kind of clear? Did I make Absolutely. I can completely feel the difference. And by the way, we're broadcasting this live on Bullhorn today. So we see some people in the chat. Thank you so much for joining us. Let us know your thoughts and experiences with this. Or if you have any questions for us, we would love to get to those at the end. And Rory, I can just feel the difference between when we want to stuff our feelings down and then act out of those feelings. Like I'm feeling anxious, but I'm just going to pretend to be cool and not care. But then I'm going to lean forward and text him because I haven't heard from him all day. <laughs> it's like 
acting out of that anxiety rather than doing what you're saying, just feeling what you're feeling. And then from that place, you get to choose what you do. And even just the act of standing there searching for a feeling is like the sexiest thing in the world to a man because nobody does that. We're just always acting out of these things or trying to push our agenda onto a man or try to get him to do what we want, right? I love that. I love what you just said. Yes, standing there searching, looking for your feeling rather than reacting. And looking for your feeling, you begin to respond, which is the feminine energy way of having a conversation of any kind. And I think I might be getting a little ahead of ourselves here when I say it's not stuffing your feelings down. Should we move into number two? Yeah, let's move into number two, but that'll be shorter. Because okay. it's the complete opposite. I want you to stop trying to hide that you're not crazy for him. Now, remember, the, the title of this is For Ways to Not Accidentally Push Away a Man. So we all, I think the last podcast we did, we talked about all this subconscious stuff. But we instinctively push away a man that we don't believe is our man. We don't have strong feelings for him. He doesn't look right. He doesn't smell right. It's just something not familiar about him or too familiar or whatever it is. And you friend zoned him. He's, there's nothing wrong with him, right? He's not an angry person. He's not uh, um, difficult. He's fun. He's nice. He can dance. Whatever the heck it is. But you have called him friend, even though you kind of know he likes you, right? And he's asking you out for dates and you're going dates, but he's not somebody you would consider to be your, the great love of your life, right? So mm -hmm. my number two here is to stop trying to hide that you're not crazy for him because you actually might end up crazy for him, number one. And we don't want to push that away as long as you enjoy his company, you can talk to him, you don't feel disgusted by him, you don't feel distressed by him, and he's having a conversation with you. Because what we do is we make this quick judgment, oh, this man, I'm not attracted to him, or there's something wrong with him, and I can't. When actually attraction has really nothing to do with that, at least for women, in my opinion. Yes. And so we immediately make this judgment and then we look at the guy across the room who's Mr. Hard to get and where our hearts already pitter pattering for him. But we're ignoring this guy who's standing in front of us, willing to approach us and talk to us and be brave, who is much more masculine energy than the guy in the back of the room, right? <laughs> so he's standing in front of you and, and you've made a quick judgment. So what you do is, what we tend to do is, I don't want to hurt his feelings. So I'm going to walk away from him or I don't want to hurt his feelings. So I'm not going to listen to him. I'm not going to be curious. I am going to shut my sexual and emotional self down. So what we do when we're in front of somebody that we want to make a decision about, and that decision is a no, we shut ourselves down because we want to be nice and we don't want to be rude and blada, blada. We want to flirt with the guy across the room, but we know that, that we don't want to do that either, right? We don't want to chase after him. 
oh, we have a girlfriend over there I want to talk to, but mostly we don't want to hurt this guy's feelings and we really do not know what to do with a man that we've decided we don't want. So my vote here is for you to not hide that feeling, meaning don't shut down around it. So I'm feeling like no for this guy. I'm, I'm not judging him. So instead of going, I'm going to smile and I'm going to hide that, which tightens all your muscles and puts the armor over you and shuts you down. And then you pretend to listen to him and then you're looking for a way out. Just do what you do all the time. Find your feminine energy. Find some curiosity on this guy. Ask yourself, hey, how can this guy showed up? What's the message he's delivering me? This is a circular date. He walked up to me. That means he's automatically masculine energy. Hmm, maybe I'm making a quick decision. I don't know, but I'm not going to shut myself down. I'm going to smile with this big open smile the way I smile with everybody, even though he might get the wrong idea. Hmm. All right. So, so good. Yeah. I see a great question in the chat from Jessica. She says, how do you not shut down when sometimes it happens automatically? I thought that was a great question. Do you have any thoughts on that, Rory? Oh, that was a brilliant question, Jessica. First of all, this is what we should just be talking about forever. What are we doing on automatic? Mm -hmm. What are we automatically doing? Because that's what we want to focus on and not do anymore. Because we're on automatic, we're on old patterns, we're in stuff our mother and father taught us, we're in stuff our teachers taught us. We are not in our land. We are not in us. We're in, you know, Ancestorville. Yeah. And so what we want to do is catch when we're on automatic. And the way you catch that is by tracking your body. Where are your shoulders? Are your shoulders up or are they down? When you're on automatic and you shut down, your shoulders go up to your ears. So just check that. And then don't go, oh, my shoulders are up and start misaligning, you know, aligning yourself with mistakes and stuff. Instead of that, you want to just go, I'm softening my shoulders. Shoulders, you can soften down. Talk to them. Shoulder, you can soften down. And you can do that right when you're with somebody. If they're not standing there, you just go, shoulders, you can soften down. I can feel you. And if they're standing there, just do it in your head. Shoulders, soften down. That's an okay thing for you to think aloud in your head while you're talking with somebody. That is not a shutdown. That's not a thought. That is a connection with your body. And when we get to number three, is who we're talking about connection is what you want, right? So anytime we feel ourselves shut down, we're basically saying, no connection for me. And we don't, we don't want to go there. So when I find myself on automatic, the first thing you want to do is, catch it. So I have something called the six love forever tools. I think if you email me or um, come for one of my freebies, you might get that or at the feminine energy workshop where we send that out automatically. It's probably the most powerful thing I have. And it's six tools out of all the hundreds of tools that I have that in, in a kind of a foundational rolling sense Put everything together for you. They are the modern siren thing from the program, essentially. So the first one there is the catch, which is I'm catching myself on automatic. I'm catching myself shutting down. I can feel my shoulders going up. Okay, so I soften them down. So now I track the rest. Oh, I can feel my jaw. 
getting tight. That's usually something that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Draw. So you just go soft. Use that word. It's so much easier and more help than um, relax. relax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Very, very terrible word. Covered. It's colored by so many um, concepts out there. So soft, you know, and just feel soft. And you'll probably smile because it'll make you feel funny. And and just soften that and then go down your body. You know, where am I holding stuff? Lay your tummy, hang out in your hand. Just let it hang. Where am I holding stuff? And just let it soften. And by the way, it doesn't all go away. It's it's energy, so it keeps circulating. So the tightness is going to move from your shoulder to your ankle, from your ankle to your belly, from your belly to your hip. And just keep tracking it. And you can, if you just practice it, you can learn to do it while you're talking with people because it becomes a sensual element rather than a thought element. You can just feel it and it doesn't interrupt the flow of being present with someone. Amazingly enough, you can do them at the same time. I'm feeling this in my body and I'm feeling you. It all kind of happens in a role like that. So that is how you stop being an automatic. And then you find out what happens. When I'm not an automatic with this man, what happens to me? And you're going to notice that fear comes up, right? All of a sudden you feel afraid. You feel trapped in this guy's presence. You don't know what to do. You feel stuck. You're afraid you're going to hurt him. So you get angry with him. And all of a sudden, all of these feelings start to pile on that do not belong to this situation. They are old patterns of, oh, now I go to depression. Now I go to angry. Now I go to here. Now I do this. Those are your old cycles. And we want to stop those and create new ones for you, right? Yes. So you're just going to catch when you're an automatic and you're going to shake out your arms. You can also do this. Everybody shake your hands in front of you to shake them, shake your whole arms. That will uh, adjust your nervous system and it'll stop some of the patterns. It's an interrupt of the patterns. Move. Dancing is fantastic for that unless you dance in the same pattern you always do. So try some new stuff. Shake your head. Shake your hands. That that will open the door for you to respond to someone whether th- rather than react. Rather than react to somebody, rather than simply do something you normally do. Was that a helpful answer? Love it. Jessica, was that helpful? Or we'd love to hear from everyone else in the chat. I was doing all of those things right along with you, Rory. <laughs> so that was great. I love that you you give us specific things we can actually do, right? Jessica says, thank you. So that was helpful for her. And Rory, you mentioned the Feminine Energy Workshop. We will talk more about that at the end. But for anyone who's interested, if you're listening live with us on Bullhorn, there is a photo of Rory and a link on the screen. If you want to check that out, it's only $17, just a one-time payment to work personally with Rory's trained and certified coaches. Is there anything you want to say on that quickly, Rory, or should we just save that until the end? Um, Well, just let me say, you know, they're not just coaches. They are superstars in their own right. Daniel Thompson is a social media star. Uh, Beth Allen is one of the top coaches I know. Um, They, and Lillian Toscano shows up. They're so coaches show up to work with you that you will, you know, you, you've, you've seen their videos and, and things. So, but they are doing it. And I'm sitting in the bleachers because I'm so geeking up like you. So I'll be there. 
Amazing. So we'll talk more about that at the end. We just want to know that that's available. I believe it's the last Sunday of every month, right? So it just it's ongoing. Yes, it's just a gathering we decided to all do together, sort of like you and I do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Just all, and it's great for Naomi and Beth, who pretty much own this, and sometimes we have a guest, um, to come up with incredibly new things and and work with you. They do guided work, and then you get private coaching in the breakout rooms with coaches. It's just everybody wants to do it, and it's so popular that it it just become a thing. I think, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're just going to love being there. It just feels so good when you leave. You go, wow. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yes. Would this be a good time to talk about chemistry? Because I know I hear from so many people, mostly women, obviously my audience is mostly women, but I know men have these issues as well, where they don't want to give some of a chance because they don't feel that initial click with them. They don't feel that initial spark. And so they just discard all these amazing potential partners where the spark could develop pretty quickly, but, you know, over time and get stronger and stronger over time, we tend to discard the people who would be amazing partners for us because we don't feel those initial fireworks. Would this be a good time to talk about that? Sure. Anything you want to talk about. Everything is hooked together here. We can't really go off target. I don't think. Hmm. I know many men who have married women that they did not ever initially feel was the one. They didn't even really date them to start, or they dated them, strung them along, uh, dated them more, cheated on them, you know, at at different stages of youth, hopefully not cheating, but, you know, broke up this, that looking for the one and then realized that she was the one. Because they grew up just like we do, you know, we're talking about a man really realizing what he wants. So if a man in his, in his space in his life where all he really wants is intensity, doesn't think you're the one, it's not the right timing for him. And it may never be. I also know many wonderful men who are dear friends of my husband's and I've known for a long time have no women. They, they kept looking for the one and they were handsome and everything. And they just never wanted the one. These are men who are not really, and then they're fine. They're really great guys, very conscious, but they have the same problems. Many of us do, which is, pushing away real love because it is terrifying to their inner selves. It's just terrifying to feel um, stuck, caught, trapped. And we have similarities to men in the same way, which is why we, if we are like I am, uh, we can call it an island. We can call it fiercely independent, like my husband calls it. We will be attracted to a fiercely independent man who is neither solid, really, nor um, anxious. We're talking attachment styles and stuff. We'll pick somebody who's going to maintain space Mm -hmm. so that we can pine after them and long for them and never have to worry about actual, real emotional intimacy. So men 
change sometimes they get into work or they need a woman who transforms them all kinds of things can happen but they have the same potential that we do so we believe that the chemistry spark needs to happen from love at first sight and moment at first sight that's old stuff for us and it also keeps us safe from the real deal of going deeper with somebody it is also possible that if you went deep and you took a friendship with a guy and you took it down to another level and you started uh, having sensual experiences and you really worked well together as a partnership that you would feel still like something was missing you would feel that some chemical spark is missing for me that's not what it is what you are possibly missing is part of the connection with him in which he is exuding enough masculine energy to make you feel calm within your feminine energy Mm. so instead of calling it chemistry why don't we just call it you know polarity why don't we call it he's got to have enough masculine energy he needs to have enough of a i'm here for you girl quality to him he needs to have enough of that ability to make you feel like you can lean back and horrible things won't happen some men are really good men and if you ask them they can lean forward but they're not instinctively always looking for a way to allow you to be in your feminine energy and it feels like you have to step up all the time it just feels like if you don't step up the world will fall apart so we're going to talk about that again we we are over prioritizing this notion that the world will fall apart and it's really something else entirely but this thing is real we call it chemistry but it's just a simply that the masculine and feminine energies are not strong enough you're both somewhere in the middle so if you and i can pull back into our fe- our feminine energy that's magnetic our magnetic feminine energy that we pull things into if we can sink in there even when we feel that the ship is going to sink the world's going to fall apart everything's going to just go downhill if we just sit and smile and feel if a man does not step up into hi what you doing and come forward and in my experience 99% of the time that's what happens he feels the the pull strongly and he just starts coming towards you and then all of a sudden you can feel his masculine energy and you feel safe then you feel chemistry then you look in his eyes and you feel chemistry that's why with a man who may be more friend zone at the beginning can you can come in and out of it because you're going in and out of your masculine energy he keeps us kind of responding to you and backing up and he'll outgirl you when you go heavy into masculine energy right and he'll even outgirl you if you're in feminine energy but not enough for him to step up these are the things that happen between you and a man one to one that you can calibrate you can recalibrate it you can talk about these things and a man who's really has the qualities of partnership will figure out what you're saying and he'll start doing what you need that's when the chemistry kicks in 
Absolutely. I have certainly found that to be true in my own life. We have some great questions. Miranda asks, is that always the case? Uh, what specifically are you referring to, Miranda? That would be helpful just to get some clarifying information. Jennifer says, I thought we had to run from the spark and the fireworks. <laughs> I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, Rory. I know for me, those feelings of instant chemistry historically in my past were all hooked up with an unavailable man, a man who was never going to be into me for the long haul, a man, just like you said, who I'd always have to pine after and always left me with this feeling of longing for him where things just never went anywhere, not even close. So for me, that initial spark and fireworks was kind of like a red flag. And with my amazing husband we did not have probably on either side we did not have those initial sparks on our first date it was a little awkward but then fast forward a couple of weeks we just couldn't get enough of each other and it's just gotten stronger over time that chemistry and the connection and attraction what are your thoughts on that Rory you just hit the nail on the head again uh, uh same thing happened with me and my husband we got lucky we started mm -hmm. out you and me and the other women I think calling in here unfortunate unfortunate yeah. with old patterns sticking to us where the only sparks that happened for us were with men who didn't you know want to participate i spent my life doing that but you know i i valued those sparks i wanted that intensity and i was afraid of real relationship i pushed away so many men who were valuable men and i spent years on so many different men chasing down those sparks for that little bit of spark that was, and I'm going to say this very clearly, coming from me. Mm. It was not coming from him, right? He's not sparking. We are sparking. So theoretically, what is happening is he's pulling, he's slipping a switch in us. We are sparked. We are caught. Well, in the kind of chemistry you're discussing with your husband and I have with my husband and that women like us can find and build is this exact thing. When a man flips a switch and you feel the spark, all you need to do is actually be conscious and aware of what else is going on. Is he trying hard to get into my life? Is he available? Does he have time for me? Am I becoming a priority for him? The list of must-haves. You just kind of go through those in your mind. And you go, you know, that's not happening. What does that mean? Am I just the one sparking is he not being sparked? And how is that happening? Is that because I'm putting up so much masculine energy that he is just in girl energy and is not interested? Well, then I, I do what I call the third way. I pull back and I go, well, before I give up on this man, because I've discovered over all these years that trying to get a woman, even myself, to give up on a man that's through coaching is useless nobody comes to me for coaching who wants to give up on their man they mm -hmm. want to make that man a real thing so there's no reason why we can't start there right so if you're in a relationship with a man who is not stepping up etc 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 
let's try something on our end first before we go, hmm, he's not capable. So what you want to do is say, am I pushing him away? Am I, number one, crazy mad about him and trying to hide that, hide all the drama I feel? Am I trying to be cool? Well, then he can't really tell, right? He, he knows you're crazy for him, but all he sees is you hiding it. He can see the fake. Everybody can see the fake. You know you can see a fake person a mile away. Yes. Right? So he can tell. So by stop hiding, he gets to see the realize, well, maybe you'll open him up. Bingo. Who knows? So chemistry is for di in different people. You and I, Helena, are similar, and maybe all of you out there are similar to, to Helena and I. We really did not have the capability of being one of those fortunate women who, and I've known them, who are just don't have those old patterns. And they, when they spark, the man sparks. Mm -hmm. And they're just all sparking, and it's wonderful. We see it on TV. Everybody sparks. But for the rest of us, feeling like you're struck by lightning, which would be a wonderful thing if it was happening on both ends, doesn't automatically happen for us with a man that is actually uh, a partner for us. So we have to do this a different way. Yes, we start with pulling back, laying back, completely finding our feminine energy and being there and not trying to help this relationship along, not trying to help it along at all and see if he steps up, if the problem was us. You know, is the problem me? Well, sometimes it is in discussions with my husband and sometimes it's not me. Sometimes it's his fear, his patterns. But let's work on us, you know. Is it me? If I step back, does he step up? And I would say that sometimes you luck out. And yes, I say that most times it can't work because you need to be you. You need your patterns of masculine energy to be able to show up sometimes and not wreck a relationship. Sometimes I push my husband away, but he's still there. He's not going to go away. He's going to come back. I'm going to go, oh, you know what? I got all uppity there. I got all, mm -hmm. I want to do things this way. And so I notice it. I lean back. I go do something that I want to do. He shows up and we're, we're strong. And then, and here's the kicker. I say to him, because this is what makes a relationship work. I say, you know what happened back there? I didn't like the way that felt when you went into your room. I didn't like the way that felt. How can we fix this? Well, I didn't know what to do when you did that. And so I moved. And all of a sudden, we get to the core of it, and we're laughing. And he's moving forward, and his eyes are bright, and he's looking at me like I'm a wonderful morsel. And I feel chemistry. So mm -hmm. all of these are stages, okay? So you're not going to have to run away from fireworks unless you're running away from, unless fireworks mean what they meant for Helena and I, which is <laughs> wrong. It's a fireworks of a button going wrong. Wrong. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I don't know if you can see these comments and questions, but Jennifer says, OMG, so me. <laughs> Melissa says, oh, wow, yes, this is amazing. Jessica says, amazing. So true about not feeling from a man exuding enough masculine energy. Bullseye. Melissa has a question that sounds like she might fall into this category as well. She says, how can I not be taken for granted when being soft and showing that I'm really into this guy, especially when he disrespects my feelings? 
Any thoughts on that one, Rory? I heard the word show. Yes. Demonstrate. I'm yes. showing my feelings. That's your problems. Okay. So if, if I was talking with you one-on-one, -on -one, my dear, we would find what you were showing and it would be a push mm -hmm. and pushing him away. So what we have to do is what does it look like when number one is happening, when I've stopped trying to show him I'm crazy? It's just going to be you being all soft and leaning back and smiling and not showing anything. It's just, it just hangs out. He's just like drawn to it. When we, sh we show, when we lean forward and grab, essentially, mm -hmm. it feels like that. Melissa, if you want to tell us more what show looks like for you? Yeah, I believe in the first podcast episode we recorded together, that's available on Spotify or Apple right here on Bullhorn about how to draw a man in like a magnet with your feminine energy. You explained that you just can't help but exude it. You don't have to do something to show someone you're in your feminine energy, right? You just can't help it. It's just a part of who you are. So that's very different than I'm showing him my feelings. I'm putting on this thing to do something, right? So perfect. Yep. Yeah, so great. Okay, let's get into that next way that we accidentally push men away. I'm so excited to hear this. All right, we're going number three here, and that is stop looking for the fault. Start looking for the feeling. Mm. All right, so how many times have you moved quickly, moved forward, a man moved back, or he said something sharp? or he reacted badly to you giving him dinner or saying, can we do this or anything like that? And he reacts badly by, um, I can't do that right now. Or I'm sorry, I'm not, a, this is that. Something that makes you feel like you did something wrong and makes you feel yucky. Well, the first thing we do is get mad at him we don't want to feel that madness, so we start to feel something else of a kind of a slow burn, defensiveness, like, I didn't do that. Let's say he corrected you, all right? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How dare you? How dare you? I was being warm and loving, and what do you mean you corrected me? And defensive, angry. And then when you have those feelings, what we do is look for the fault. We look for, it's his fault. You know, you have a bad way of speaking to me. Mm -hmm. And yes, he might. And we can talk about that later. He and I. But he, he did something that made me feel bad. He's at fault. And then I go, no, it's my fault. I said a stupid thing. I did a stupid thing. And we get stuck in that pattern. I'm fault. When actually what really happened was I feel embarrassed. I feel humiliated. I feel ashamed of myself. I feel ashamed of myself for sleeping with that man. How many times have you felt that? I felt ashamed of myself for thinking of him when he treated me so badly. Mm. and I feel how dare he so now we're in a place of 
trying to get away from, I feel embarrassed, I feel shy, I feel really upset, I feel disconnected from him, I feel lonely. We try to get away from those feelings, which are the true feelings and pretty much the deepest feelings. And we manage them in all kinds of ways. We cover over them, especially the anger, and then we get depressed. That's what depression is. I feel all those feelings and I can't stand feeling them, so I'm going to cover over them. And I feel angry with him, so I'm going to cover over that depression. Or I, um, I feel ashamed and, and stupid and all those feelings. I'm terrible. I don't deserve to love myself. And then we're all on the uh, lack of self-love train right? So there's so many ways that we tend to respond by looking for some fault. Everybody is like this. There's got to be somebody at fault, somebody I can blame, something <laughs> I can put a finger on. If you could just notice when that's happening and instead go, nobody's to blame. There is no fault. This happened exactly the way it was supposed to. This was a lesson for me or an interesting thing for me or something I could learn from. Or, wow, I felt some feelings that I need to learn to express. Whoa, this is an opportunity for me to connect with him, even though it felt like a really grievous disconnection. So what you're going to do is look for the feeling of, I feel embarrassed. And after you've done that a few times, if a guy is edgy or busy and he's got a short temper, and you kind of want to leave him, but you don't really want to leave him because maybe you think you could fix that. Actually, you might be able to. Right? Hmm. Might be able to because that might be his fiercely independent trying to just run away from you. That might be his anxious person. And it might not be that bad. So let's see. So the first thing you want to do is start to catch I'm blaming. And instead of going, I'm a bad person, I'm blaming. I'm wrong. I'm doing this wrong. Or Rory says, no, you're not doing it wrong. You're doing it right. You caught it. Yay, you. Mm. So now I caught that I was blaming, caught there was fault. Now, if there's no fault, what am I feeling? And then you got to drop. You got to literally drop down a building into your body and go, I feel so embarrassed. I feel so stupid. And then you talk to yourself. I feel embarrassed. I feel stupid. And then after you say those things to yourself, you get really brave and you Learn to do it fast enough so that he's still there. And you go, honey, he goes, yeah. And you go, I feel really embarrassed. You'll go, what? I feel so embarrassed for saying that to you. I feel so embarrassed for coming when I know you were working. I feel so ashamed of myself for needing connection so bad that I did that. And I feel all those feelings. And I'm really mad at you for not noticing that I needed to be connected. I need to be connected. What can we do? And that's the magic. It really is. It's that's you're getting down to the core feelings, right? Rather than acting out of them. I think that's kind of the theme for this whole episode today, Rory. Yes. That was beautiful. Solution. That yeah. was the solution is to talk to him. Now, let me just wrap this all up with the fireworks and listen, everybody. Now you've done that and been so brave. And I just wrap my arms around your bravery. I feel brave when I do that. It's hard. And so you put, because we're not used to it. So you do that 
And if your man goes, honey, you know, I realize I, I would really love to help you with this. I realize I can't think I'm so busy right now with this thing. Can, can I, can we get together in 10 minutes or something? That's good. If he goes, honey, I'm going to drop everything right now. Let me give you a hug. That's even better. Mm-hmm. But a guy who goes, I don't even want to talk about your feelings. You're always feeling stuff. That's not the guy you want. Get rid of him. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No blame. It's just like, wow, thank you for showing me. (laughs) Bye-bye. Exactly. Because if you're open and you're, you know, in your feminine energy, you're connected to yourself and what you're feeling, your intuition comes online and you can really feel that, right? But if you're shut down and just trying to make something happen with him, you're not going to be able to catch those red flags or those intuitive hits where a guy does disrespect your feelings or showing you very clearly that he's not going to be a good partner. So you want to stay open so you can catch that right away, right? Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I just had another thought, which is maybe your guy has done that and you don't want to give up on him. You still don't want to give up on him, even though I say get rid of So now you try further and you say, can we talk? And he goes, okay. Remember at the table there, and I said I felt embarrassed and everything, and I knew you were really busy. And what I heard was that my feelings are important. Can we talk about that? Now, if he softens now and he says, well, tell me, what is it you mean? And all of a sudden he opens up to a conversation. Bingo! You might be able to fix this. Mm -hmm. If he says, yeah, you're always so crabby and blah, 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 blah. All right, you can take this one step further. Sweetie, I really love you. I have so many feelings for you. You're so handsome, and I love being with you, and I love the fun we have. And sometimes I just, I really need to feel like a girl, and I really need to feel that you can take care of my feelings. Is there any way that we can make this work for you? And you just talk it through, and you see if he is capable of talking something through. And this means you have to lean back so far because he's not used to doing this, right? That you're not going to make him wrong, that he's not going to get into trouble, and you talk it through. You might discover he has an ability you didn't know he had, and he didn't know he had. So there's hope, right? Absolutely. Yes, Melissa says that's what I was talking about earlier. And yes, she said she had to walk away from that particular man. So we're very happy that you walked away because that did not sound like a great situation for you if he was disrespecting your feelings. So this is all such great information, Rory. What is that last way that we accidentally push men away? All right. We push our men away by talking. We want to connect, right? Everybody, bottom line, I want to feel loved. I want to feel that love feeling washing over me. I want to feel that connected feeling. I want to feel loved. I want to feel connected. That's bottom line for us, right? Otherwise, why be in a relationship? So if you're not feeling that, chances are you're going to start starting conversations. Hi, you want to watch TV? Hi, what you reading? Hi, hey, I have the story today. I met this girl. You're going to start chatting. And you're going to start trying and working to engage him, right? You're going to try to connect with him. 
you're going to come up and literally touch him and try to connect with him. And if he rebuffs you or if he doesn't respond, you are going to feel terrible. And you're just going to keep going. Like me, if you're like me, you're going to keep going. You're going to keep trying. You're just going to keep trying to connect all different ways. You'll try sexually. You'll try talking about an intellectual thing you think he's interested in, all the wrong roads. You're going to keep trying. So what you need to do instead is ask yourself, and this requires you to catch it. When you talk and nothing happens on his end, instead of reacting like a number three with fault and all that, and I feel humiliated and I feel embarrassed, I feel ashamed, go, whoa, why am I talking about this? For what reason am I starting this conversation? Ask yourself. You can stand right there in the same kitchen where you delivered the first volley of, oh, this interesting thing happened, and you get a grunt from him. Now you say, not, oh, how stupid of me. Why did I start a conversation? I know he's busy. That's not what we want to do here. You want to go, why am I opening this conversation? Why am I wanting to talk? And then you go, because I want to feel connected. It's always that, right? Mm -hmm. I was feeling unconnected. So you say to him, sweetie, and he goes, "Uh uh-huh, I know you're reading. I know you're busy. I feel terrible interrupting you. And I go, yeah, yeah. And I feel the need to connect. I must be feeling sad inside something. Would it be okay if we, you know, talk for a minute? I feel disconnected. And see what he does. This is the truth, right? Right. Trying to start a cute little clever chirpy conversation is not (laughs) the truth. I'm laughing because I, that's my tendency too. I think that's so many of us. Yeah. Yeah. We would love to hear everyone's experiences with this. I think that was phenomenal, Rory. I mean, who can't relate to that? We want to connect. So instead of just connecting with our desire for connection and expressing that, we stuff that down and then we lean forward and act out of those feelings or act out of that desire and just try and make something happen constantly. And that just pushes him away faster than just about anything else. Uh, We have a couple more questions in the chat about the fireworks or the sparks that we feel with a man. This might be a topic for a whole other episode. Yeah. Miranda asks, is it rare to feel fireworks? And Jessica asks, what if fireworks don't happen neither at the beginning nor later down the road in the relationship? Well, let's talk about what fireworks feel like. And I have a feeling they're different for every one of us. Elena mm-hmm. might talk about what they what they feel like with her husband. A firework, I am very aware of when I am shut down for whatever reason. Maybe I don't feel good. Maybe, you know, and there's no need to shut down even because I don't feel good. So I have to catch that. The idea is to be open at all times. That's that's your message here on earth. Be open and fireworks will appear for you. They will be there. So if my husband walks over to me and I am in the middle of working and he's, his eyes, he's got wonderful eyes, my husband, beautiful blue eyes. And all of a sudden he looks at me like with, I adore you eyes just out of nowhere 
if I'm shut down and working on something and I feel like, no, leave me alone, but I smile at him anyway, I'm not going to feel that. I am not going to feel it. If I look at him and I automatically go, I want to be connected more than I want to work on this thing. I want to be connected more than I need to stay in this mental place. If I start valuing the connection that I say I want over the other masculine mental things, cleaning the drawer, washing the dishes, whatever the heck it is, if I stop and I do the tracking and I soften my whole body and I look in his eyes and I let my whole lower half and my entire pelvis and my entire vagina and my entire lower chakras loose and I let them all loose and I look at my husband's eyes and he is looking at me like I adore you I am going to feel a firework I'm going to feel it internally not just a turn on I'm going to not just a sensation I'm going to feel it in my body I'm going to feel held I'm going to feel loved I'm going to feel penetrated by his his emotion for me if I allow it to come through, that's what fireworks are. I'm going to feel this emotional. And then my feelings will build on that. And then he'll probably come towards me and he'll kiss me. And then they will start to build in a way. My own senses, my own sensations, my own sensuality will start to release itself. And then fireworks will be felt inside me from me partnered by him this is how it works in the deepest sense this is what tantra is right Mm -hmm. this is what teachers who teach this kind of deep connection are teaching there is energy within our bodies and men's bodies and our bodies or our partners if we have a woman partner the energy interacts with our energy And this is what creates it. However, that was slow going, wasn't it? What I described, Mm -hmm. that was slow going. I had to open up and then he had to not shut down because I opened up. He had to stay open. Mm -hmm. And then we had to kind of both open and then it grew. Well, some women are lucky. You you remember what um, the the first love feelings feel like what that feels like your tummy is always going in butterflies and it's just always that feeling and then usually those relationships die he leaves something happens it doesn't stick that kind of feeling is not what most of us get to feel on a daily basis unless we stay open all the time And then we notice life going on and notice ourselves being alive. And we're kind of in fireworks all the time. It's not even just him him and me. It's, It's just, wow, the energy of the world starts firing up my system. If you can get into that and you have a partner who's willing to work on you with that, you won't not feel fireworks. You could be with a total stranger who's a friend and you will fall in love with them. You can basically fall in love with any man if you allow yourself to do that. I know it's true. I've done it. And I know you out there have done this also. You've decided to 
partner with a guy who liked you, even though he wasn't your thing. You said, okay, you settled. I'm going to settle for this guy. And then there was no fireworks. And it's like, uh, however, you could make them happen. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the connection is there either. So what you want to do is really look at what else is going on here. How am I feeling 90% of the time with this guy? If there are no fireworks ever, what does that mean? When we have sex, do I feel nothing? Am I not opening up? And if I open up, do I ever feel them? And how can I make that happen again? You kind of need maybe a coach to actually talk about how this works. But before you go into getting a coach, talk to yourself or or talk to us here. What does that non-fireworks feel to you? Can you tell us that? Mm. Non-fireworks is a deadening of all of you. And it doesn't necessarily mean he and you are not the right spark. It just means you're feeling dead for some reason. And maybe you're feeling dead because you don't really like him. Maybe the connection doesn't feel real to you there. I could just talk to you forever about that. You mentioned the word settle, which I hear so often. Everyone's so afraid that they're going to have to settle. And I absolutely don't think anyone ever has to settle, right? Um, Let's see. Jessica has the questions. If the fireworks don't happen either at the beginning nor later, I think you covered that a little bit, but yeah, it's not about uh, forcing yourself to like someone that you don't. Miranda says, I don't want to force myself to like someone when I don't feel it. I hear about this all the time, Rory. I'm sure you do too, right? Yes. I, you stopped talking. So I figured you wanted me to talk. I'm so curious what you have to say on that. (laughs) I, I can, uh, you know, my own story is that interesting. I mean, I was not interested in my husband at all, nothing, just nothing. And I just said, I've had enough of this with these guys coming in and going out. And I haven't, you know, this guy wants me stick, you know, and he came and he sat on the couch and all of a sudden this film went over like a mist. And I went, Oh my God, it was really the only woo woo moment I ever remember in my life. That being that woo woo. I mean, it was like, Ooh, this man is it. And I went, oh, no, I don't want him to be it. But he was it. And so far, we're kind of in the same place. And then I let him have sex with me. (laughs) (laughs) Then I said, okay, you want to stand the night? And I thought, oh. And it was anything but boring. And that was insanely awesome. And it wasn't like fireworks, like, oh, you're a handsome guy. And my husband's cute. He's handsome, mm-hmm. actually. And he's still he handsome. Is. Yeah. He's yeah. handsome. And it's not, wasn't that kind of attraction, like movie star, like that kind of crushy attraction. I, I said to him, oh my, oh, I felt so emotional. And I said, let's, let's make a baby. I mean, can you imagine saying that to a guy or just <laughs> dating? 99.9% of men would run and he did not run at all. He stayed with it. And the sexual experience was awesome. And it stayed that way for a very, 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 very long time. Even when I had my daughter, I was just really wanted to have sex with my husband. It was like, because he gave me my daughter. He was the father of my child. And it was like, I just was so turned on to him. And it wasn't until 
I started to get back into my masculine energy later on that things started to deaden. And when I started to be my masculine energy and he started pulling away, he started deadening, he started, it, it became a thing. And I just accepted that because I didn't know how to speak it. And it went on like that for years. My story when my marriage was in the toilet. And then at some point, I got the big aha. And that's when I started to shift. And then I started to write the book. And it all started to change again. And when I fall into my masculine energy, which is very easy for me to do, things deaden. And when I fall back into my feminine energy and allow my stress to go away and stop trying to make everything work well and stop thinking about, I need to do this, I need to do that. When I shift, it comes back. So the first thing is, if the fireworks are still not there, shift back even further out of your masculine energy. Shift into such feminine energy that you are literally just along for the ride. You're just on the roller coaster. He's the ride. You're just there. Smile. Feel alive. Soften all your body parts. Really have a sensation. Do every exercise you find in my programs that has to do with connecting with you and opening up and feeling almost scarily alive at all times. And it is scary. It does feel scary. Feeling that slight on edge feeling, I'm open, I'm vulnerable, and see if there are fireworks then. If there's really nothing, try talking with him and seeing how he's, is he backing off? Is he deadening? Is he afraid? And see if you can open that up. If that's not it, then he's obviously, please just keep circular dating. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's not about trying to force yourself to like someone where it's just not there, right? The opposite. It's going, leaning back even further Mm -hmm. and then talking to him saying, you know, I'm not feeling a spark between us. What could we do? Maybe he needs some skills. Maybe he needs to lean forward more. Ask him, talk to him. If you can do that, you might be shocked at what kind of fire you can kindle between you. It's so true. It's just so true. I'm thinking about my own situation or, you know, my husband picked me up for our second date. And I remember thinking, are, are we attracted to each other? Is there anything going on here? You know, <laughs> and then fast forward a couple of weeks later, we were just cannot get enough of each other. We were like on each other 24 seven whenever we get a chance. And that just keeps growing and building. So it's not like there was that initial spark and then it just burned out. And then I felt something for him because he pulled away. It's like all that dynamic leaves us feeling terrible that roller coaster right where we want you to be with someone who is there and in his masculine energy and coming towards you and crazy about you I think for so many of us that can feel uncomfortable and so we don't feel turned on to men like that initially right right can can you remember the moment when you felt the spark I think it was somewhere within the first couple weeks but, you know, our first couple of days, we've talked about this on videos on, our, on my YouTube channel, live streams we've done, that our first couple of days were a little awkward. Our first kiss was a little awkward. It just wasn't the crazy love at first sight thing on both ends. But that certainly developed uh, pretty quickly, I would say, within the first month, for sure. Do you remember when the first time you felt something for him? 
We just spent a lot of time talking, connecting. The way he touched me was just like, I had never felt anything like that in my entire life. I was just in heaven. Yeah, it didn't take very long. So you, he touched you. Mm-hmm. And you, you felt yourself allow that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so like that- I was on another planet. It was amazing. <laughs> and somehow he has succeeded in allow and giving you the safety and the space for you to let let that happen to you mm-hmm. and that is the magic that is mm-hmm. the chemistry and i think recognizing how our fears and subconscious block this allowing are essentially what the magic fireworks are we expect him to do something. And that isn't usually how it works. And and you know what? I think I would say we expect him to steamroller over our fears with oh. just massive chemistry. And that's usually how we feel the fireworks. He steamrollers us with his muscles or his looks or or or, or, or something he says or an energy burst or something that all of a sudden makes us swoon and then we feel it. And if a man does not have the, that nature, his nature is softer, then it has to come from, we have to do it. We have to allow it. And then the, it still builds. It's just not we're being steamrollered. And sometimes we can, and if he's a real partner, we can ask him, sometimes I need to feel steamrollered. Sometimes I just feel need to feel myself need to absolutely have you, you know, descend on me hmm and he'll go okay i can do that love that there's uh, definitely some comments in the chat from people who say an episode on chemistry compatibility initial fireworks would be really helpful so that might be our next topic rory if you want to do another one of these with me sometime i think there's just so much to say on all of that this was so amazing would you mind recapping these four points for people who are just joining us now mm. Welcome, newcomers. (laughs) And these are just four out of so many ways to not push a good man away. So the first one was to stop hiding that you're crazy for him. Stop hiding it, meaning stop hiding it from yourself. Stop shutting it down. Stop trying to bury it. Stop trying to be cool. Bury is a really good word. It's not, doesn't mean you're going, oh, I'm so crazy about you. We are differentiating between the feeling that you have, the state of being where you are crazy for him and exhibiting all kinds of anxiety in your own home that you're working on. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to hide that. You're going to smile at him big. You're going to smile at him big. You're going to respond big when he touches you. You're not going to hide it. Okay. Two is stop hiding that you're not crazy for him so that you can work on the partnership as we just, have been doing so that you can move to the next steps, but actually begin a conversation with him of how can we develop a spark? I need this. I need a little more masculine energy, leaning back more, stop just shoving it down and then pushing him away. Mm -hmm. All right. The third is to stop looking for the fault. If you have a moment and uh, you do something and he corrects you, and you feel terrible and angry and start having uh, all kinds of pattern reactions, 
Start looking, stop, just look for the fault that you're trying to place. Who's to blame? What happened? Who's at fault? And you'll either say he's at fault or I'm at fault. And then your self-love will go down the tubes. And instead, look for the feeling you have, the reason that, that started that whole thing. What did you want? What, you know, and then feeling, I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed. This is what I feel. Look for that feeling rather than for blame. And the last one was when you have the urge to talk because you have the urge to connect, but all you know at that moment is you think you want to tell a story and he does not react well. Ask before you go into all the other feelings and thoughts and things you want to say and anger and everything, just ask yourself, why did I start that conversation? Why did I want to talk about that? Did I want to talk about that or did I want to connect? And it's always going to be, I wanted to connect. I wanted to feel loved. And that's the conversation you want to have with your man. So probably, you know, we can talk about how do I bring up these tough conversations? You know, maybe sometime you can, we can do a podcast with both my husband and I, because he is now the expert from the man's point of view, Ooh, with his yeah. how to talk to a man book and his expansion pack coming from a man who is also a mediator and a conscious communication specialist. That is a really interesting thing. He's not talking about how you can get to your feelings and express your feelings. He's talking about what it sounds like to him and what he would respond with if you said it this way. And that was really helpful. So that combination of how do I have this discussion with you where we improve my ability to let go and let the fireworks happen if they're going to. And that's it. I could just talk to you forever about this. Just flew by. We're way over an hour. <laughs> Melissa says she would love that. I would also love to hear from both you and your husband at the same time. I don't know if you do interviews together, but that would be amazing, Rory. I, I think we could do it. We would, uh, I think we could just adjust this microphone and we'll sit together. Uh, yeah. Jessica says that, that would be amazing. A podcast with Rory and her husband. Oh my goodness. I would love to do that. So this was great. And for everyone listening live on Bullhorn, thank you so much for being with us. Everyone stayed all the way till the end. Everyone just loves listening to you, Rory. And I, I do. do. Yeah. Um, if you're listening live on Bullhorn, there is a link on the screen right now to Rory's feminine energy workshop where you can work personally with her coaches for only $17, just a one-time payment. That happens on the last Sunday of every month, I believe. So the next one is just in a couple days. But whenever you're listening to this, there's always one coming up on the last Sunday of every month. Do I have that right? Yes, absolutely. Anything else you want to say about that before we close out? I just love being here. I love all of your questions. I love seeing you show up. And I love the Feminine Energy Workshop. It's now one of my just favorite things because we're all there, you know, sirens, and we're sharing a space, and it's so incredibly safe. And Naomi and Beth are geniuses, and they just unravel these amazing tools. Like Naomi did one about swift switching your lens. And we're always talking about the feminine dream, your dream. And they're going to do the feminine mystique this time, and there'll be feminine dream, the feminine self, all of that. And it's... Uh, it's extremely uplifting and, and oh, and you get, you get breakout room coaching. So it's, it's really something awesome for, you know, going to lunch fee. 
Oh, I love just being able to offer this to my community. I mean, so many people could use this help and it's just so inexpensive. I saw one on feminine power, which is amazing. So yeah, if you're listening to the replay of this on Spotify or Apple or on Bullhorn or anywhere else, that will be the first link in the description or the episode details. And if you're listening to the replay and you'd like to join us live or join me live for my live broadcasts, I'll also include a link to download the Bullhorn app. It's totally free. We love connecting with you. Thank you guys so much. Jessica says, I absolutely love you, Rory and Helena. You're absolutely God sent. These comments are so sweet. I'm so happy that we did this, Rory. Thank you so, so much. And hopefully we can do this again soon. This was so much fun. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.